What type of games being played? How's it going down? It's all till it's gone that I got to know now. Is you with me or what? Think I'm trying to get me a nut. Cause honey's wanna give me the vibe. I'm politicking with this chicken, wondering if I'm a creeper. Lil' hood rapping from 25th named Tamika. Coming through like I do, you know, getting my bark on. Knew she was a thug, cause when I met her, she had a scarf on. 5411, size 7 and girls. Baby face would look like she was 11 with curls. Girlfriend, what? remember me from way back? I'm the same cap, the wave cap that my fucker at TNT used to blaze at. Still here, so it's all good. Oh, you know my niggas rich and them doing their thing on 35th Dan. It's a small hood, and it's all wood, so let me get that number. I get up, alright? Hit you on the Jack later on, see what's up Talking to shorty made me wanna do something nice what? Looking at that ass made me wanna do something tonight what? And I know right when I see right Shorty looking like she tight and she bite Better give a nigga the green light Well take my hands right. to being played, how's it going down? It's all till it's gone that I got to know now Nothing, cause I got you, but you front uh, I see you with your baby father, but it don't matter Since you gave me the pussy, that ass getting fatter uh, Let that nigga play daddy, make moves with me I done kept it more than real, boo, can't lose with me True. Dirty smacked you, cause you said my name when y'all was sexy uh, Ran up on this cat, he thought was me and started flexing uh, You know I ain't even with that, so he gon' have to get that just on GP Tried to creep me, what? Leave that nigga sleepy Gonna strength for you, when that's your kid's daddy I ain't gon' send him on his way, put him up in that big caddy But let him know Never mind, yo, I need you to go Take the snow up to 150 C, Joe, get that Come back with that, and we can split that Sit back, fuck, fuck for L, get that oh, Whatever games are being played, how's it going down? It's on till it's gone, then I got to know now Another episode of Bunsy's Corner podcast show balls. I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna call, but thank you. You could have been anywhere in the world. Oh man, but you're here with me, and I appreciate everyone who's listening, everyone who has listened, and those who will listen in the future. I appreciate and love all of you. I does. I does. Man, it's been it's been a tough week, man. It's been a tough week. It's been a tough couple of weeks, actually been a tough couple of weeks a lot of um negative stuff going on just on a personal level but also just uh rest in peace first and foremost to to dmx earl simmons that um you know to put into words what he what he was as a person insurmountable there's not enough words in the english language to describe the character that he was what his importance was to the rap game not only that but he was a father and just like the he was human you know just like the rest of us battling demons fighting the fight yeah big rest in peace to DMX man this one uh this one hit a little different 
your importance on this earth just outside of hip-hop was monumental and you are a you are a spirit like none other this is one of those ones that make me feel you know um start to question your mortality a little bit you know but to not take away anything from this man and you know what he provided through the years um he brought a lot of smiles to a lot of faces although he was battling with his own demons like we all are um some some have a harder time with it i only say that so that moving forward maybe maybe we're all a little bit more sensitive to the idea that things aren't as easy for other people as we think that they might be but nonetheless rest in peace to dmx also also another big rest in peace to rapper shock g from digital underground he passed away recently another major loss in the hip-hop community so rest in peace to him another big rest in peace to black rob um known m- known mostly for his song woe but he got he got some other joints out there he has his, his verse on 24 hours to live with mace is like you, you talk about mcs from new york um black rob is up there for those who don't know um black rob is an early 2000s rap artist who was signed to bad boy had the one big hit and some other collectible um features and some pretty good mixtapes some actually really good mixtapes um and he recently passed um i don't remember why i think it was i i saw something uh, it was health obviously his health um but i don't know the specifics of it and read the autopsy i didn't really look into it too much but you know just too much death too much death is being circulated recently and it's just making me question just a lot of things man and you know i just want to play this real quick i know you're feeling down but they treat you nobody understands all that you've been through and you just want to get low away your love Saw the pigeon life being in your shoes. You ain't in touch with your baby father. You only get no damn kiss harder. You said it wasn't love, but wasn't on his job. You got your whole page and your egg to say you get through. I don't wanna keep you down.
right, let's move on from that stuff because I don't want to. Oh, all right. To give you guys a give you guys an update uh, for those who listened to the last podcast, uh, it was about someone very specific. Um, and to give you guys an update, I guess the situation is better. And I think moving forward, the way that we're going to move forward is probably best for both of us. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of what we're of what we're doing. I don't think that's important. I just think that for the both of us, this is going to work. And I think we're both. I think we both have an understanding of that, and that's important. So there's your update. <laughs> I had people, and fucking people, I had fucking people asking me, "Oh, did you text her? Did you text her?" Nigga, of course I texted her. Fuck, I look. Like, of course, I texted her. I texted her. I think it was a few days after recording that. And I don't regret it. I don't. I don't regret it at all. I think I like to... I like to... <laughs> I have such a warped sensibility sometimes as to how I think about things. Because I like to sometimes believe that I'm the guy who doesn't care. Like, I could just do shit and just not have... um uh, a reaction, whether positive or negative. I, I don't think I've ever been that guy who I can just pretend to not care about it. That's just been me. And it's just going to, I guess, stay like that. I mean, maybe I'll change. I don't fucking know. Um, Yeah, man, just a lot more. There's just been a lot of, I guess, negative things in the world that I've just been seeing. There's just been a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Derek Chauvin was found guilty of all three charges, if I'm not mistaken. There were three charges. And long story short, that nigga's going to rot in hell. Uh, as he should. As he should. Um, and if you feel otherwise, uh, a big personal fuck you. Yeah, that's all That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to leave that there. He's doing... He's going to do some time, which is good. I think this is... Um, This is a big step in the right direction in terms of reform of the justice system, reform of government on any level. This is just something that needs to happen. Um, and it's weird to me. I find it extremely weird, the people who don't fully grasp the... For the people who think that Black Lives Matter is a political statement, they think that's being political. I see it all the time in Instagram comments. People talk about, especially under like like a like a sports post. People say all the time, "Keep politics out of sports," and I could not for the life of me understand why that's a sentiment people share. Like why they? Oh, let me get some water real quick. I just think people are fucking stupid. For the most part, yeah. That he he needs to. That boy needs to go sit down for a minute and regather his life because it's going to end in prison for sure. It's going to end there. Sorry. Sorry. I, j I got really distracted by my phone. I got a text. I got a text that I just did not want to fucking even look at right now. Just, I don't know. I think this might be a down podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I think it might be, man. I'm not really... Put it this way, I, I, I said I was going to record because I ultimately end up always feeling better after I record. It's always like a, it's like therapy for me to sit here and kind of talk things out, whether good or bad. And this week, this past week has just been, it's been weird. I was talking to my friend earlier about it today, and I was telling her, this is like the first time in a long time that like my mental has felt disconnected from my physical. You just think both both entities just feel different. And I, I can't explain it. I don't know what's been going on with me. Um, I've been sleeping. So I, I know, you know, normally I have like the worst, the worst type of time trying to sleep, trying to put the phone down, turn the TV off, turn off all the electronics. It's hard for me to do that, but. I've been sleeping. I've been sleeping pretty good. I don't know. I don't know what's been going on. But I don't know. 
I see um, prayers up to everyone, man, and uh, prayers up to everyone in St. Vincent right now dealing with the erupting volcanoes. That is, like, devastating, to say the least. It's devastating. I, I don't even know how to... I don't know what I would say there to to ease the pain of someone who's dealing with that directly right now. My prayers and thoughts go out and love, more importantly, go out to everyone who's dealing with that firsthand or secondhand. That is um that is a very traumatic traumatic to say the least thing to have to deal with right now. So everyone just try to be safe. I'm so, I'm sorry y'all. My energy is really down. It's really down. But I said I had to record because I... Uh, too many y'all niggas won't leave me alone if I don't. <laughs> y'all won't leave me the fuck alone, man. Um, fuck, man, what do we want to talk about? Oh, man, I, I came across this uh, fucking... Um, Red Man and Method Man did their verses. I think it was last week. You know, when I see artists of that caliber, you know, they may not be the most popular. They may not be the the highest selling artist, but their skill is always on display. Always. That's one thing I've I've always appreciated about guys like Red Man, guys like Eminem, Eminem, Method Man. Sorry. My apologies. Their skill is always on display. Whether or not they have the highest selling record, whether they have a number one, whether they're in the tabloid and the blogs and all that, they always make sure that their skill is on display when it matters and when the eyes are on them. That's super important. And that versus was one that was really good. But I, I, I'm sorry, I have a Wu Tang bias. So, Redman, you lost. <laughs> You lost, big dog. But no, nonetheless, that was that was good. I, with these verses, um, since like all of them, really, I don't think anyone loses in this situation. In the verses situations, they always numbers go up, right? People are tuning into your music, and that's ultimately what matters most. Yeah, man, that's all that really matters, to be honest. I came across this new song called Cor- um, "Hard to Love" by Corinne Leandre. It, it's a hard song, man. I fucked with it. I'm actually, you know what? I'm gonna play it right now. <laughs> what changed? What happened to us, babe? I really need to know. Speak up, explain. No, I won't play these games. Now that you made your decisions, I hope you find i gave my love to you still you refuse to show me you want me to oh, you make it hard to love you therefore make it hard to trust you i'll be all right on my own too i'll find my way
saw this song, song came across this show on uh, Amazon Prime. I think it's one of the Prime originals. It's called American Gods. Very interesting show. I'm only halfway, maybe a little less than halfway through the first season. Um, it's one of those. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those shows that a lot of questions are going to be answered by the end of this first season. Because right now I'm watching, and there are like a, a certain amount of things have been answered. So I, I, I can, I know enough to keep up with the show. But there are a lot of big things that I'm like, wait a minute, why is this happening? Now, granted, granted, I'm probably too high watching it. That's that's probably what's happening. But if not, then a lot of questions are going to be answered um, after this first season. I think there's three seasons. Um, but if you are looking for something new to watch, I definitely recommend it. Um, also, okay, so the next one, the next show that I really, like, I don't know how I came across it. Actually, I know exactly how I came across it, but I'm not going to tell you. So... <laughs> I came across this Formula One racing show. It's called... Fuck, I don't remember the name of the show. Fuck. I don't remember, but that's not important. It's like one of one show that's about Formula One racing. It's a docu-series. There's three seasons as well, and it's on Netflix. I'm not going to lie to you. The way that this show um, was filmed... It was filmed in the way that it's not focused so much about the racing, but it's focused so much about the drama around racing. Um, and I, I like confrontation. So <laughs> I like, I like, I honestly, I, I like watch, I like confrontation, especially when it's on camera. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a show about all these different car companies and, you know, their drivers and, uh, you know, they, they, they cover Mercedes, they cover McLaren, Ferrari, and some smaller, uh, smaller, uh, smaller car companies. There's one, I forget their name, I think it's called F, I don't remember, I don't remember, but it was started by this Indian guy, um, and they got some fire-ass jumpsuits, it's like pink and shit, it's hard, look at camera on it, no too, but anyway, so, uh, they, they cover, they cover each car company, and man, it, it I think what 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 was one of the more uh, surprising things was like how much they sp like how much sponsorship they pull pull in. All right, so like if you're one of the smaller, just starting out, you know, you probably pull in. I think they said anywhere from like two hundred to maybe three four hundred million, which is still a nuts number to pull in in just sponsorships, right? But dog, when you get into when you get into McLaren, Mercedes, Ferrari. Uh, the 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 Aston Martin, they pull in well over six hundred million, and it's nuts. And that's that's just in that's just in sponsorship. That's not even in revenue, like ticket sales, merch, like nothing. Like that was just sponsorship. And I said that is insane. I've never really looked into um, other sports and how much they pull in, but the fact that it was. The fact that I didn't realize how big Grand uh, uh, Formula One racing was until I started watching this show, kind of blew my mind. Because I'm black, I don't, I know Lewis Hamilton. He drives for Mercedes, and I only knew who he was because he had a little thing. He had a thing back, uh, I think it was two years ago, where he won a race, and I don't remember if it was the Grand Prix, but he wore like some. <coughs> I think when he won, he. Uh, he wore he wore like some I think it was uh, some BLM some Black Lives Matter merchandise at the podium, and of course the the racist fans who have issues with people doing that, they decided they they were gonna they 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 they, they spoke out against it, in a very aggressive way. <laughs> if I remember correctly, Lewis Hamilton was basically like, "Well, if you don't like it, beat me," because. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I looked up Lewis Hamilton, and that nigga is—he's like he—he's cleaning up. He's cleaning up in Formula One. Like he wins a lot of races. So you know he makes a very good point. A shut the fuck up because BLM always. But also, you want me to take it off so bad? Why don't you just beat me? 
oh, that's right, you can't because you suck and now you're upset. But nonetheless, this show, it doesn't even really focus on him. It focus on it focuses on um, up, uh, rising stars, I guess is the better way to put it. Rising stars in the Formula One world. Um guys who are guys guys who are are older a little bit more established in the world of racing of formula one racing and then the young bucks who are trying to come in and make their make a name for themselves by trying to win races it it's very um it, it's written well you, you you it's almost done in a way where you you have an emotional connection and want these people to win you want this team to win and it really starts to pull on the humanity of your of your of your heartstrings and want, wanting these people to succeed because you see how much they want it and i think that's always that's always dope to see it's almost like inspiration in a sense it's like oh man like they really want something this bad and they're willing to uh put in the work and you know it, it gets very it, it does get emotional on the show not for me that shit don't make me cry I, other shit makes me cry but not that <laughs> like for the for the drivers it definitely uh it definitely It definitely, it definitely feels, you can just tell how much they feel for what they do. You can tell how much they put into it, and I think that's dope. Uh, really, really great show. Um, I wish I could remember the name of it, but once again, it's Formula One Racing. I'm sure if you type that in, you would find it. Um, that's really good. Um, speaking of, like, just keeping things entertainment, man. I, you know, I've been on the internet a long time. <laughs> I promise you, you don't know where this is going. I've been on the internet a long time. I've been on the internet a long time, and I've seen a lot of, I've seen the good, I've seen the bad, I've seen the ugly, I've seen the dark, I've seen the light, I've seen it all, right? The one thing that I think really gets under my skin are gold digger pranks i think those are so fucking stupid i think if you're still making gold digger pranks and listen i'm i'm a i'm a small podcaster so i don't have i don't have any room to <laughs> to talk about this but i'm going to because i think they're so dumb oh or those you know those prank channels just like i caught my girlfriend cheating uh, it's just, it's always some, I just find the content so drab. Guys, I went to a two-year college, and I know what the word drab means. At least I think I'm using it correctly, but fuck you if I'm not. Uh, <laughs> get some water real quick. But I think it's, I think it's dumb. I also, I, you know why, do you want to know why I hate it so much? Is because it, it does not look authentic at all. It just looks manufactured. Like there was a script. We're going by the script. He's gonna say this here. It's it's like a scene. They're filming a scene, and I never I never if it. Listen, it could very much be that these are genuine reactions. These are genuine conversations. Genuine experiences. At its core, it could be that what's coming through the camera doesn't doesn't at all validate any of that genu that that genuineness, if that's the word. It's, it comes across fake, planned, you know the reaction already, and it's just, I, I, I wish we would just do away, do away with those uh, gold digger pranks. I caught my partner cheating pranks. Like, I think they're so dumb. Oh, uh, do you want to go on this date? I'm standing next to my Ferrari. Do you want to go on this date? <laughs> yeah, let's go on this date. Uh -huh, I would love to. Is this your car? Yeah, that's my car. I think, like, it would be pretty dope. If I could, like, make me take you out to dinner, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you just find out that it was never his car. It was some nerd's car. And the nerd was the, hi, uh, would you like to go on this date, please? And she was like, no, like, I don't even like you. And it's always something fucking stupid. I swear to God. Man. <laughs> but whatever. If that's how you make, if that's how you want to leave a mark in the world, then fucking, by all means, knock yourself out. Uh... I hope you guys are, I hope you guys are staying safe out there, man. COVID is still very much rampant. I saw an article that said Alabama, Texas, and Florida have lower cases than Ontario, and I almost shit through my mouth when I read that when I read that article. 
I was like, there's no way. Texas? <laughs> Alabama? Get the fuck out of here. Lower, ca- lower cases. I was so upset to find out that Ontario had more cases than that. I think I had mentioned, man, I'm seeing a lot of you niggas on my timeline coming across very anti-mask. Oh, my God. Funniest story. Wasn't even really a story, but it was more of a (laughs) it was more of something I saw. And I said, holy shit. So I'm on Tinder. Right. And, you know, swipe and swipe and swipe. And I see this girl. I'm like, oh, damn, she cute. The first thing I saw was not a sheep. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, that was my first thought. Okay. Next line was, wait, what'd she say? What'd she say? She was like, oh, um, fuck Doug Ford and Justin Trudeau. And I said, wow. And you have two kids. I, I, I got you, you know. It's unfortunate how close you come to people like that. We never matched, thank God. I swipe left, and I hope to God she swipe left too. But it's it's always an eerie feeling when you come in such close contact with someone like that, where it's like, you're so, you're so dumb. You're so dumb. You're so dumb that you're loud and wrong. That's how dumb you are. And you don't even know. I hope she's listening to this. I'm not going to lie to you. I really hope she's listening to this. You're dumb for thinking that COVID is not real. Yeah, you're dumb. You're dumb. Because the whole I'm not a sheep thing automatically lets me know that you're not out. You're out here not wearing a mask. That you would be so irresponsible to not only yourself, but to your two kids. Think about that. You have two kids who you are... you know, at birth took an oath to protect. This isn't really protecting. This seems like misinformation. Oh, you you guys are so fucking dumb. You anti-maskers. I can't believe that you had, that you would just continue to share this rhetoric of the mask isn't important. How about this? How about you're not important? (laughs) And you know what's funny? I don't know if I told this story yet. Because I'd be losing track with what I tell on this story, on this, uh, on this on this podcast i had a guy this was right right before our lockdown also oh, yeah for those who don't know we're we're in a lockdown again jesus have mercy <laughs> i hate the lockdown but it's kind of good i mean it's whatever um but back to my covid related topic this guy comes in this was i think the day the day before or two days before the lockdown, this guy comes in. He didn't have a mask on, right? But he that wasn't even really the issue that he addressed. He addressed, he came in, no mask, and he his fir- the first thing out of his mouth was, oh, my bad, man. I know you close soon, but I'm going to be quick. Now, let me explain something to you guys. If you're in my store... 10 minutes before we close I hate you already <laughs> that's just what it is I hate you already and I want you gone yeah so he comes in <coughs> and he's like oh yeah sorry you know uh, I know you guys close soon but um, I just want to look for something real quick and I just looked I'm like yo where's your mask oh Oh, uh, I'm I'm exempt. How do you how do you think I got in the mall? <sighs> I was disappointed because he was black. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was very disappointed because he was black. I said. I said I I I I I don't care about the rest of the mall. But when you're in here, you need to wear a mask. And he doubled down. He doubled down on I'm the uh, uh, on I'm exempt. And I said, I don't know what to tell you at this point. You're exempt. Well, guess what? You're about to be exempt from shopping here. <laughs> it's just going to be. This is going to be what it's going to be, man. 
people customers for the most part they i've noticed over the years of working retail that they're they're all just so very 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 entitled but um honestly man just play that shit i need something that makes me <laughs> brings my energy up but i'm not gonna lie to you i need to break this shit up That song has been on steady repeat uh, most of the winter. <laughs> a good, very, very good portion of the winter, man. What else is there to talk about on this fight? Honestly, y'all, I might not be in here long. I'm feeling off. But we're going to try to push to it. I want to tell you guys a funny story. <laughs> I'm going to try to make this uh, a staple uh, part of the show where I just... At some point in the show, I'll just... <laughs> talk about something funny from my childhood and obviously I can't use names I won't use names so I'm gonna for this specific story this story takes place when I was 10 and it takes place with two of my friends fuck they're gonna kill me for telling the story but 
I have to tell the story because it's fucking hilarious. All right. This takes place with two of my friends. Okay, I'm not going to give real names. My friend Bush, Bushman. He's a year older than me, right? So I'm 10. Bushman's 11. My other friend, Hey Arnold, we'll, we'll call him, okay? He was, he was bigger. He was fat. Fat, funny, and leader of the group. That's the best way I can put it. That's the only way I can put it. Um, we live, Where we lived in Raxdale, we lived Humberline, okay? So on the strip of Humberline, there are three buildings. There's 10 Humberline, there's 20 Humberline, and then there's 30 Humberline. All three of us lived on 30 Humberline. Every so often, we would frequent go over to 10 Humberline because, you know, we were messing with these, messing with some girls over there. So this one Sunday, not Sunday morning, summer morning, I'm home. I'm watching. I think it was I think I was watching 106 in Park in the morning because back then it used to play. Uh, I think yesterday, the, the day before this episode used to play, whatever. That's not important. So boom, 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 boom. It's Bushman and, and Hey Arnold. They're at my door. They're like, yo. We're going, we're going, we're going, we're going, uh, we'll call her, we'll call her Big Nose. I'm not trying to be mean, but <laughs> she had a big nose, okay? Now, Big Nose, she was a year older than me. So, I'm, she's Bushman's age, so they're both 11, I'm 10. Hey, Arnold's like, yo, we're going to, we're going to Big Nose's house. Um, and... A couple of her friends going to be there. Now, put a pin right there in the story. She had a friend. Her name was, we'll call her Tall. Okay? Tall <laughs> Tall had a cousin who I, to this day in 2021, I, I don't know her name. But, uh, fuck, I'm going to feel so shitty for saying this. But she, <laughs> she used to wear a, a bandana fully wrapped around her head and a hat on top of it. Um, and I'm not going to say who, but I'm sure you could figure out, gave her this nickname. But because of the bandana hat combo, she got the nickname Cancer. Now, stop. Stop with the judgment, because I'm going to, I'll reject it. I'll reject it and reject you in the name of the Lord. No, I'm playing. All right, listen. I it, We were kids. Okay? Let me put a lot more emphasis on this. This all took place... <laughs> All right, so if we can get past the nickname, please. Okay, so we make our way over to 10 Humberland, right? I'm confused. I'm a 10-year-old kid. I don't really know what's going on. I don't know what's about to happen. So we get to 10 Humberland. Big Nose came down in some, I'm just going to say revealing shorts. We'll leave it there. She came down in some revealing shorts and... I'm still just like, I've never seen you wear this before. This is weird. What's happening? Whatever. Let me get some water real quick. We get up to uh, Big Nose's place. And there's Tall. Okay, the other girl, Tall. And Cancer. Now, the way the... I, I guess the seating of it doesn't matter, so we'll, we'll speed past that. We'll, I'll, I, I go, I sit. Um, they were all on the big long shaped couch, like the longer piece. And I was on the little individual one seater. So I put, I, uh, we're just chilling, watching. I don't remember what we were watching. <laughs> Bushman and big nose get up and go into the bathroom. I don't, I, we can speculate. And I think we all have an idea as to what happened now. They spend a period of time. Now, Bushman and Tall are in there, okay? They're in there for a period of time. Tall runs out, grabs Big Nose. Now, all three of them are in there, okay? Now, I'm seeing all this, but I'm still pretty oblivious. Just to give you a little bit as to, like, how just oblivious I am to things. I'm not, like, I notice what's happening, but I'm not putting two and two together. So, they all three of them come out now. Hey, Arnold and... And and uh, Big Nose are now in there, okay? Hey, Arnold now, remember, he's the leader, the big, funny one, fat one. He's in there now. Now, Big Nose comes out, Tall goes in, 
Now, I, like I said, we kind of have an idea as to what happened in there. At least now. Looking back, no clue. My homie, Hey Arnold, walks out and, like, was not happy. Like, something, something happened in there. Something happened. So we sat there, we watched TV for another 20, 25 minutes. Super uncomfortable. Something happened. But once again, me just being, you know, who I am, just oblivious, I still don't pick up on anything. So after a while, hey, I was like, yo, we're going to break out. So we break out. Bushman's feeling himself because, you know, like, he was he was the um, the ladies' man of the group. Like, all the girls, like, they all liked him. They all wanted to be with him. They all, you know, that. So he was, he was feeling himself, blah, blah. Hey, Arnold normally is the more talkative one. He's not saying a fucking word. Seems rather traumatized. So now we're in the elevator going back down to the lobby of Big Nose's apartment. And this isn't even really the funny part of the story. So I don't want you to get too married, too married of what I'm about to say. Now, hey, Arnold says that, yo, they started messing around. And <laughs> he said when he put his hands down her pants, like, oh, my God, he said it was a hard wall. Now, <sighs> this isn't even really that funny. The only reason why I'm laughing is because I know that I shouldn't be telling the story. Like, I know for sure. So whatever. He says that it's, it felt like a hard wall, which then coined the nickname hard wall of china great hard wall of china now once again i have to emphasize we were kids kids are assholes this was mind you this happened at the beginning of the summer this happened in like early july so for the rest of that summer that poor young girl named tall was now nicknamed great hard wall of china hard wall for short I I felt bad, but I definitely, like at the time, I, I felt bad, but I definitely laughed a lot more than I should have. I can, I can admit to mistakes, especially being fucking a shitty 10-year-old. So... My bad, y'all. I had some technical difficulties. Um, I don't remember where I left off. Anyways. Okay, yeah. So we're in the calf. Okay, we're in the calf. Still still having the same old good laugh that we had about the story. I turn my head to the right, and I swear I saw a ghost because I see Tall walking through the cafeteria. Now, I put it this way. When that whole, then the nickname broke, I avoided her the, like she was the plague in the summer because I was scared of her. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be clear, and I'm going to be very, I was terrified of her why because she could fight and she fucked niggas up i was a soft kid <laughs> i didn't want to get beat up especially not by a girl at the age of 10 so i avoided her tremendously so when i saw her in the calf walk by i lit you remember those remember those tables and chairs that used to come down from the wall yeah our school is kind of fancy um used to come down from the wall i so it's like table and then bench you know how benches work I slid underneath slowly. My boy Bush, because he's sitting right beside me, Bushman looks at me, he's like, yo, what are you doing? And I'm like, yo, tall, just, she just walked. She just walked into the calf. Like, I was on the verge of tears. <laughs> okay, that's how scared I was. But Bushman saw too and did exactly what I did and slid underneath the bench because we were scared. I, I personally tried to just stay out of her way. She made a name for herself pretty quickly at the school to really not be messed with. I don't know if other people knew the Hardwall story, but I, I, I just don't know. I only told my two niggas, Mike and Brad. So, boom, fast forward a couple months, you know, me and Tall were kind of okay with each other to the point where I would uh, uh, aggressively and very positively say hi to her, and she would just give me a head nod. Rightfully so, right? Rightfully so. Actually, 
timeout right there. Before we even got that report, I tried to go and apologize to her because even though I didn't come up with the name, I still felt I still felt a sense of responsibility. Like I I felt bad. So I was apologizing for uh, I was apologizing for it getting for it getting as bad as it did. And at 10, it's whatever. I just I, I, I tried to apologize to her. She wasn't having that. She slapped the daylight out of me. Oh, my God. How did I leave that out? She slapped the piss out of me. Rightfully so, though. I deserve that. Although I wasn't the uh, the originator. Although I wasn't the originator of the name, I still played a part in it. I did. I can I can acknowledge that. So I, I definitely deserve the slap. But moving on after that. Moving on after that, we had um, a little bit of a report. Every time I'd see her, I would say hi to her, like wave my hand really hard. And she just hit me with a head nod, which was enough for me to understand that, okay, I'm, we're okay. Okay. Fast forward, I want to say it had to have been maybe December, maybe even been early January. I just remember we were wearing winter coats. Me, Mike, and Brad were walking. It's after school. We're walking past the passing. We're walking past the home ec, the home ec hallway. In that hallway, there's a lot of glass cases, um, you know, display cases. They're displaying a lot of the kids' work and whatever, whatever. So we're walking, and Tall is walking towards us. So if we're walking one way, she's walking right towards us. In my mind, I'm like, oh, there's Tall. I'm gonna say hi to her because at this point now. Every time I see her, I'm going to make it a thing and I'm going to say hi to her. Or at least attempt to, right? Not be pussy about it. So I, I fucking... What happened? I fucking... I see... Um, <laughs> I fucking... I see the... Uh, I see her. I say hi. And then, for whatever reason... For whatever reason... Mike decided to say, Hey, Hardwall. Now, I don't know if you I don't know if you know much about life or anything about life, but if there's one thing you don't do is willingly <laughs> willingly piss someone off. But anyways, as I'm walking, we're we're walking past Tall at this point. And this dumbass nigga decides I say hi to her, just so we're clear. I, I say hi to her and I, we're walking by her. So if she's walking towards us, <laughs> walking faster and this dumbass nigga decides to say hey hardwall now when i'm scared like when i'm real scared i just run and because i knew what was coming i didn't even like really look back because like i said she kind of had already passed us at this point so i just started running because i don't know what made him I don't know why he thought that was the first thing that I don't know why that was the first thing that came to mind for him. Hey, Hardwall. So I started running. I'm gone. Brad had no idea what was going on, but he eventually clued in and then he started running. So now Brad's running. I'm running. Only one who don't really get the message is Mike. Mike is still standing there. Tall grabs him. Okay, basically like a rag doll, because remember, she's tall, much taller than us, especially at that age. And she threw him into a display case and shattered the glass. <laughs> Fuck that nigga's whole shit up, son. Oh, moral of the story. <laughs> Just be nice and stop being a fucking asshole. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but there's a reason why I don't. There's a reason why I don't idolize celebrities. This is just, I'm going to quickly just just want to say this piece one more time about the Derek Chauvin, George Floyd situation. I think it's inherently dumb to believe to throw your throw all your eggs in a basket when it comes to when it comes to celebrities 
because a lot of them are going to say things that are so mind-numbingly stupid. Let me explain. So, Brett Favre had come out. Brett Favre, for those who don't watch the NFL or have any idea about sports, <laughs> Brett Favre came out and publicly said that Derek Chauvin did not mean to kill George Floyd. I can't believe this just goes to show, right? You could be surrounded by a group of people your entire life that are different than you. For a majority of your life, you've... For in, in Brett Favre's case, he's been around a lot of black people his entire life. They've won him a, champ, a, a Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. I think he has a Super Bowl. He's been around these people his entire life. He's relied on them. He's trusted them. He's acted in some form of brotherhood with them. And to say something so innately R-worded is beyond me. You think that that cop did not mean to kill George Floyd. How? How? How about this, Brett? Let me come to your house and put my knee on your neck for, for nine minutes. You're bigger than me, so probably, you know, at first won't hurt much. But I'm a, I'm I'm six two, about two thirty, two forty. Let me come put my, let me come put my knee on your neck. For nine minutes, first two minutes you might not feel anything. After a while, you're gonna feel it. Dumb motherfuckers, man. Don't listen to these celebrities. Don't. Really, don't even listen to me. Honestly, don't even listen to me. But know the difference between right and wrong. I think that's what I'm asking. Know the difference between right and wrong. When someone does wrong, they should be punished. On all levels. Fucking idiot. Fuck Brett Favre. I'm gonna say it. Fuck it. I don't care. Niggas on some weird shit. fucking idiot ass celebrities I tell you hey man listen I'm looking at my notes I'm gonna save this I'll put it this way next time y'all hear from me I'll be in a much better mood better spirits I'm just not feeling it right now man I'm gonna get up out of here but uh instead of ending on my normal theme music man I think I'm gonna ride out to some X once again rest in peace DMX rest in peace Black Rob rest in peace Shock G my love and condolences go out to the families and the loved ones who are mourning. This is not an easy time. To the rest of y'all, stay safe. Wear y'all mask. Y'all be good, man. Stay out the dark. Is if I catch you when the sun is down, run it, clown. Come up off that. I'm go gun it down. Run it now. Whatever stone go, it's gonna be that. See that? That shit'll finish you, dog. Believe that. Where we at? Do you value your life as much as your possessions? Don't be a stupid nigga. Learn a lesson. I'm gonna get you either way, and it's better to live. Let me get what's up in your sock, cause it's better to give, to receive. Believe what I say when I tell you. Don't make me put you somewhere where nobody can smell you. And when the light is out, they don't come back on. But say the flick, you ain't gonna come back on. Great that strong. Knew it was wrong. But you asked for it, baby. Use a big, a skinny mask for it, baby. So I can hit you up on front street. Because dumb sweet, one heat, one deep, leaving behind. One sweet. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Blaze the hot trizzack. Shine like heaven. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Come on, Mr. Smith, come get some.